Do you not like yeah. Vaporwave the music or Vaporwave the aesthetic? <laughs> yes. All of it. No one likes Vaporwave. I do. People Scott who are does, Vapor don't like Vaporwave. So Scott annoying. thinks it's 2012 I... still. <laughs> I can kind of get behind the aesthetic. I know what you're going for. I'm glad you have an interest. <laughs> Welcome back to Darko Malboy Movie Podcast, starring Mitchell. Hello. And no one else. <laughs> just, just me. <laughs> it's just Mitchell. And Julia. Ju- he said Don't your we name. go in name order? He's I'm saying your name. I've literally name. just said your name. I'm Julia. Samuel. I am Sam. That's, That's not, not the, the movie, movie we watched. Watching. There we go. Katie. Katie. And everyone's favorite host, Darko Malboy. <laughs> sorry, Scott. That's, oh, that's me. Hi. However, hey. Okay. Let's shut the fuck up with the sandstorm. <laughs> We're here talking about Blade Runner 2049. Insert uh, very loud... Uh, Hans Zimmer music. Alright, let's talk about this. This movie is the longest movie ever produced. Not actually, but it feels like it. 163 minutes runtime. Oh, the budget. 63 too many minutes for those of you listening. I concur. Yeah, I also agree there were too many minutes in this movie. It was literally like the most minutes uh, ever. Anyways... We know that this was directed by Dennis Villeneuve. Denny Villeneuve. I don't. But go off. I don't want to. I don't want to. His name is Dennis Villeneuve. No, it's Denny Villeneuve. Dennis. It's it's guys. Villeneuve. It's Dennis the villain. Denny. Dennis the menace has grown up. Dennis. Into a, into Denny. A villain. Villeneuve. Denny. All right. Anyways, uh, starring Ryan Gosling, Harrison Ford, Anna Darmus, and those are the only ones I'm going to say. Dave Bautista. Nobody else knows any of these people. I can't wait for Scott to just okay. Jared Leto, I Robin, guess. Robin Wright. Fucking Harrison Ford. Did we say Harrison? I Ford? did. I did. In fact, say he Harrison didn't say Ford. Robin Wright for some okay. reason. Who's but fucking Princess Buttercup? Chest because his chest makes an appearance in this movie. He has the most chest. My favorite part of this movie is the press tour he does, where he just very clearly has contempt for anyone and everyone who's talking to him. And Ryan Gosling just has to be nice for everyone else. This movie made $260 million at the box office on a reported budget of $185 million, which is weird because I heard this movie lost a lot of money. So. Uh, between marketing and... I heard it was actually $400 million, Yes, but, probably. Uh, yeah. It got beat the second weekend by Happy Death Day. Let's put it that way. Oof. <laughs> yeah, that is actually true. This is the sequel to the eponymous Blade Runner um obviously and what is that adaptation of scott something about electric sheep so this actually was nominated for five oscars and it won two uh best cinematography and best visual effects so it is uh you know appreciated roger deakins shot this movie which is means it looks good it it'd be it'd be good to look at for sure especially when a guy gets sad and lights go blue very cool. Julia didn't like the Very vaporwave deep. aesthetic of this movie. <laughs> Very sophisticated. No, it's, it's, isn't it nice? 
to know when someone's sad <laughs> because of the color. <laughs> it's extremely technical. Not a lot of people understand. It's what we in the film industry call movie making. Wow. Yeah, so I it's guess... why we let David Geffen rape children. I guess so. Oh, yes. Whoa. Anyways. Oh. Hey, here we are, back with Dark on Mobile Movie Podcast. So that I guess time. I need to explain the plot in under a minute, which for a three-hour movie is going to be enjoyable. All right, I will keep track of your time. Uh, let me know when you uh, want to go. Okay, so I'll just say ready, set, go, and then I'll go. Yeah, okay. All uh, right. Go. Okay, so... There's a replicant guy called Agent K, not from Men in Black. Uh, he goes and like kills Drax uh, for some reason, and then he finds out that. Oh, shut up! And then he finds out that there's like a skeleton under a tree, and the skeleton is the skeleton of Rachel from the first movie, but we only find that out later. Turns out she had a C-section, which is crazy because apparently none of these like robots can have babies. And so Jared Leto on crack wants to have this baby so he can make all of his slaves. Uh, go and like pick cotton on like Andromeda or Kepler or what something. The 30 seconds of Mars song it's, <laughs> it's like 30 seconds. Then like he, he the finds movie. out that he's uh, a replicant, uh, but he already knew that. Uh, like he thinks seconds. that he's the special boy. He's not the special boy. Turns out the special girl is uh, Harrison Ford's daughter. Uh, they, that's it. That's a minute. That's a minute. Did, okay, shit. I didn't even get like halfway through the movie. You, 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 well, you well you can't do um, a forever movie in a finite amount of time, right? I think that's the lesson we've learned. And uh, dr- drive happens at the end. Okay, so <laughs> that's yeah. that's that's Blade Runner twenty forty nine in one minute. Thank you. Okay, so now we're gonna as long as the actual movie. <laughs> If, I thought I thought I did pretty well, all things considered. Yeah. You got like eighty percent of the way there. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's go into the expert panel. Um. I know we did a short introduction, but uh, Mitchell is the uh, winner of the George Lucas Screenwriting um, Award. You have still never said what I do correctly. Screenwriting Award for uh, anything, future serious. science fiction writers that will only use CGI. Being that as it is, uh, he is the expert on the technical side of the films. Sure. <laughs> Why not? Uh, okay. This movie won several awards for technical merits. Yes. Uh, what makes it stand out to you? And what are your favorite shots from the what movie? Do you, okay. So what do you mean by what makes it? What is it? What makes it unique <laughs> as opposed to something else? So, like, as opposed to, like, some cheapo movie or, like, opposed to, like, other science fiction What makes this movie unique? In it, or is yeah. it unique How is the green way? screen better in this movie than in other movies? So, I mean, like, visually, it's a very... It's kind of got that 70s uh, retro future feeling, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Retro future. Well, if you've seen the movie Alien, <laughs> that would make sense. Because it's 80s switches. dystopian future. Everything switches. It's all holograms. There's like sexy Asian robot ladies walking around. But yeah, so I this mean... This is a feminist movie. Yeah. First feminist masterpiece. Blade Runner 2049. <laughs> it's for the ladies, not the fellas. Dudes rock, do this not. Is, yeah. Dudes do not no, rock this, this movie's, episode. This movie's all about... All, all, all not about penis. No. Well, so the movie was, as I mentioned earlier, shot by Roger Deakins, who was, I think most people would probably consider 
to be one of the best cinematographers like ever. I think this movie really is a technical marvel. The story's kind of meh. It's pretty. It's he very nice to look at. did not say this until I started nitpicking it. Well, no, I watched he watching it. This movie, yeah, because I was so okay. First off, I since you've met me, I've evolved from dumb film bro to uh, criteria bro. Pretentious, yeah. Film bro. No, he's always been. Oh, it's gotten worse. Oh, it's gotten so much worse. <laughs> now he's like shitting on the A twenty four film bros, which was him a calendar year ago. Yeah. Now he's like, mm, I'm I evolving. Have a Criterion <laughs> subscription now because one person on TikTok called it lame. <laughs> It's not untrue. Oh my god. You got beat up on TikTok? Yeah. Dude, do you have any idea how often I am assaulted on TikTok? Wow, the K-pop fans must be like just going off. Yeah, somebody posted a thing that said, men will show you a three-hour movie where nothing fun happens. And Julia just looked at me after I showed it to her. <laughs> I'm like, what? You didn't How write? long did she look at you? Just three hours. Nothing exciting happened. Like I said, this movie is more of a technical marvel than it is like a a story that is to be held up. Kind of the same with the original, honestly. I don't even know what to say, really, because it's, I mean, it's Roger Deakins, so it looks good. It's got a very interesting color palette. The production design is very well done. It's kind of what you expect from a movie with this level of talent on it. A lot of the editing stuff was cool. The What always pops out to me the most is the, the sex scene where... Anna de Armas is superimposed over the girl, the the robot. And I always think that's a very cool shot. And I'm like, that's something that's like, you know, really unique and I've never seen before. And there's a little bit of that in this movie, but I don't know. It's not Roger Deakins' best movie, which is funny because this is what he won his first Oscar for. I don't know. It's not equal to the sum of its parts. Because this should be like up there with 2001 from everyone working on it. But really it's not as good as like it's probably on par with the original which i am liking less and less as i get older which i don't know if that says something about me but yeah i don't know this movie was like i said is technically very impressive the effort and time and money that went into it we're all going to guarantee that it's not that far off from um uh fuck what's the one of scarlett johansson that she got in trouble for came out earlier that same year ghost in the shell like okay. visually, visually, it's not Lost, that different from Ghost in the Shell. This movie doesn't really push any boundaries or do anything incredibly new. I feel like, and I kind of got that watching this this third time. So it's a Nicholas Winding Refn movie. You know what? You shut up. Well, it's terrible, and that's what we need to know about it. Yeah. So that's really all I have. Uh, it looks good. It's well produced. It's well shot, but it kind of falls flat on its face. I feel like. Okay. Strong words. Uh, next up is our uh, resident star of the, the silver screen and the uh, canvas floor or whatever the fuck you say. What, um, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. What the That's the thing people say. Mean? Someone said that once. I've never once. heard that. The canvas floor. Yeah. Sam, uh, who, yeah. who, who are your guys? Who's your favorite guy? <laughs> who are your guys? Uh, who, who's your favorite guy? Well, my, my my favorite my favorite guy uh, uh, is uh, definitely the bees. I think they did uh, the best job in the whole movie. Theoretically, shouldn't yeah, they, the bees have been dying from the fact that there are no plants? There's, I mean, you know, bees feed on sand and uh, I don't sand know, and, and radiation, radiation uh, apparently. So wait, can I can I tell a story? Am am I allowed to do that here for this? As so, it's an it's an anecdote. 
it's less of a story, more of a, a thing that has like, um, I, I don't know, maybe a point. So I was in an acting class uh, uh, full of people who were about to go into the world. It was our graduating class, and uh, all of us were pretty scared for about uh, a year to a year and a half. And uh, the dean of acting uh, came in, and she wore a fedora. And uh, uh, she just uh, like walked into the class and demanded attention, as actors do as actors do in this movie, too. So she had clearly done her research. Um, and she proceeded to tell us uh, why uh, Blade Runner uh, was uh, the future and how in uh, five years from last year, so four years from now, uh, Blade Runner robots will be stealing all of our jobs. When I watch this movie and I see Ryan Gosling do his thing, I am not disillusioned by shape-shifting lizard people and shape-shifting lizard robots uh, who are uh, good actors in the same way that Keanu Reeves is a good actor. And Keanu Reeves is a good actor because he's really good at, like, combat. Like, that's a legit skill to have. I don't know if Abs McGee is really, like, better at it uh, than anyone else, but uh, I, Abs I like McGee? Ryan Gosling. Well, I, I like his neutral kind of face that he has. It's it's easy to see yourself in Ryan Gosling. And the same way that it's easier to see yourself in, like, uh, you know, uh, Neo. Um, and uh, to me, this movie uh, is has a lot of similarities acting-wise with The Matrix. Uh, and uh, I like that, and I also hate it. Uh, I like it in that a lot of the extra characters are really cool. Uh, we have Harrison Ford, uh, you know, acting his chest off um, in that T-shirt. His big uh, bar boy, is he chunk. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, they were like, oh, God, Harrison. Like, we want you to be shirtless and, like, running around. But, like, it's, I mean, honestly, they ran into, like, probably the same problem that they ran into on, uh, what's that movie with the helicopters in Vietnam? Uh, the fuck are you talking about? Apocalypse Now? The movie with... Apocalypse Now, yeah, uh, and, and Superman's dad was there. You know what I'm talking about? What are you talking about? Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando. So like on Apocalypse Now, like they like were like, oh, we have this like amazing Superman's star, Marlon Brando, and he like shows up to set, and he's like, you know, Marlon Brando from Superman. <laughs> Marlon Brando's most famous character, Jor El. So oh, Jor El is shit. like super fat. On, in Vietnam and like they had this problem where like they like really had to find a way around shooting him and I feel like they did that with Harrison Ford just by giving him like a cool gray t-shirt and like uh, what a job they did uh, otherwise uh, I really like the supporting characters can I just I, my next question is going to be about whether or not you like Ryan Gosling but I think that's pretty evident so going to our next next person <laughs> Julia yes PhD in Jungian uh, dream interpretation. Um, That's also not what she can, does. Yeah, shut up, dude. I'm telling everyone's resume as printed. So yeah, just because yeah, you lied said... on your shit doesn't mean I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, he was accurate about me. I am a canvas god. Canvas floor. So Whatever. Julia, I, my, I have a couple questions for you. Why do you think dystopian movies are so popular right now? Escapism is my my main answer. I was that escaping? <laughs> because you it's get to, you get to fantasize about 
dealing the world with, dying in a cooler way than the way it's dying. Exactly. You get to fantasize about other bad shit happening <laughs> than the current just complete and utter fuckery that you live within. You get to imagine like something parallel to it that is just off enough to where you can be like, oh, I, I, I vibe with it but not have to actually. Basically, you just get to like lie to yourself in a fun way for some people. I thought that the the seawall that was keeping back the global warming ocean rising thing was just a gigantic slap in the face mm-hmm. uh, in that way. Yeah, a lot of a lot of the um, outdoor esque visuals that we got were just like uh, live action Wally. Um, yes. Yeah, yes, which is like what we need to really wake us up. You know, otherwise we will become Blade Disney twenty forty live action Wally. Please, maybe the. Friends we made along the way. We live in live action Wally. That's the fun part. Um, Okay, so was this movie misogynist? Um, I would say almost all of the women were either uh, sex slaves in some way, were killed horrifically, or just generally treated as uh, objects, quite literally. Robin Wright is a girl boss. I was no more misogynistic than day-to-day life is. Um, it was an incredibly dude bro movie. Yeah, and she lives with me, so that's in, pretty misogynistic. Yeah, in, in my opinion. Um, female characters definitely underdeveloped except for their signature hair so that you could refer to them by their hair uh, cut or style. Um, that was like really well done. Oh, gee, which, you mean exactly which manic like pixie are you? Yes, <laughs> we called them right. bangs, and actually I don't think that the... Um, Sex worker was referred to by a uh, hairstyle, even though she had really cool orange hair. Um, no, I was being misogynistic. I'm just being gay. Um, yeah, it's misogynistic. <laughs> absolutely catered to the cishet male gaze, as we have learned in this room. But <laughs> me personally, I had some good laughs at Bang's Lady. I thought she was a really fun character. Um, I like how you couldn't tell if she was a traitor or a servant to um, Jared Leto. And she died in a funny way. So, yeah, this was a feminist movie. Um, Highly recommend. This and Captain Marvel are the peak of feminist cinema. And we did get a callback to one of the queens of the cartoon feminist world with Karen the Computer Wife um, making holographic meatloaf, which I thought was probably my favorite scene in the entire fuck fucking movie. About? When he literally comes home and she's like what wearing fifties. What, no, 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 no. what is Karen the Computer Wife? Plankton has a, a oh wife. Oh my god, invisible robot meat. Karen the Computer Wife, and she makes him holographic meatloaf, and that is fucking exactly That's why what she happens. asked us if we watched SpongeBob. Yes. Okay, but there's also an old Disney Channel original movie, Smart House, that has a robot. Uh, like mother housekeeper and don't forget maid. Jason X where the nerdy guy is banging out the robot which is also the ship and Jason X also kills invisible it invisible robot me invisible robot me my favorite this yeah, is, hey this kids is a invisible robot me problem yeah Jason X just fucking robots Jason X <laughs> is the That's start of it yeah. it's a, a service object <laughs> Everyone that has sex in this movie is a replicant, so. <laughs> not Harrison Ford, though. No, yeah, not, not the Does he have sex hair. in this movie? She's a replicant. 
I thought her whole thing was like, oh, you don't like real. But literally, one of the she's three a replicant. She's a replicant. Was that she's a real girl because she's in the replicant. Wait, wait, hang on, hang real. on. Wait, 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 wait. Harrison Ford's sex life in this movie. How how much do you think he masturbated? Masturbated, and how weird do you think it got in that weird castle that he lived in? Uh, I think things got pretty racy down in the Elvis room. Yeah. yeah. Oh, facts. Uh, he was literally offered a clone of his lover and you know, the lover refused it in the first movie and watched her get shot in the face. It was that was brutal. So he's gonna jerk off real weird after that. He's gonna <laughs> use his tears as lube. Okay, so my last thing for you, Julia. I know you were not a huge fan of the actual plot of this movie. Yeah. Uh, was there anything other than surface level bullshit in this movie? Um, there was also <laughs> a couple cool lighting Light effects. Fragility. Like the, the underwater effect on that one orange room was really cool. And outdoor Wally was really cool. Um, and I especially, as I mentioned before, really loved the blue and pink neon. And then he sees giant Siri girlfriend. girlfriend refer to him as the atrocious name that she gave him um, and realize that she is just programmed to love him. And um, then he frowns and looks down and all the lighting goes blue. And I was like, wow, that fucking subtle imagery, the symbolism. Blue is a sad color, right? Like, that's super cool. Wait, what are you talking um, about? And yeah, which color is happy? Yeah, I kind of feel like... It was light blue, though. It was. It was. <laughs> That's happy. Yeah. I feel like this movie was the equivalent of like a YA novel, but for twenty to thirty year old men who don't know how to read. Thank you. Oh my God. Thank you. <laughs> this is Maze Runner for uh, film bros. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> enough I out of you. you for that. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Katie. You're, you're our newest. Uh, wait, hang uh, on, hang on, hang on. Moving on. So, <laughs> Just to remind those listening. Okay, so would you rather uh, prime Harrison Ford or Ryan Gosling? I mean, there's an obvious answer to this. Okay. Harrison Ford and Indiana Jones is pretty. Okay, pretty, pretty but are daddy. we talking Harrison Ford? This is the problem. You can't no, say Harrison no, Ford prime. And then, like, wrap that into this movie. Well, no, I'm sa- I'm saying like, who 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 wore it better, Ryan Gosling or Harrison Ford? Because he was in the first movie. If I don't say Ryan Gosling, will you still love me? Yeah, I think Harrison Ford and like Indiana Jones. But is it, than Ryan that's Gosling. why it's hot. It's a hard Ford one. Like a five four king. Harrison Ford's like my height. Harrison Dead Ford's ass? gigantic. Yeah, he was like he a has, carpenter. He has petite boy energy. Are you kidding me? He's, He's a, a giant. giant. He was like a carpenter's no, day laborer. Tom no. Gnomes are carpenters. I just love his attitude. I feel so drawn by Harrison Ford's attitude. Like he's six one. His vibes are immaculate. Yeah, he just has this like I don't give a fuck look. Well, he's extremely wealthy, so I'm sure that helps. He just seems to hate being in movies. I would say he does, and I think that I love that. Like I, I, I don't don't want to be here. I would rather be carpenting. There's a lot more I could be doing with my time. Fine, point the camera at me. Fuck you. Who's this JJ? Loser talking to me about Star Wars. (laughs) Like, oh my god, again! And he just starts like punching you, and then punching himself, and everything's. That's why he keeps trying to kill himself whenever he has to shoot a Star Wars movie. 
<laughs> he literally broke his leg like, to try to get out of it, and they still forced him out there. They dropped the door How on him and a like, That's in his contract. How soon can I leave? Like, <laughs> at what point can I finish? He literally said he would only be in the new Star Wars movies if they killed him in the first one. He shoots all of his shots on day one and goes home. <laughs> but okay. I love him for that. That's, that's why he was wearing a t-shirt in this movie. They ran at it like he was like... Do you, you don't have a costume? Fine. Yeah, put it on me. Uh, Dennis, where do you want me to go? Ooh, my knee he said Dennis. Did, did, he said Dennis. Joke. That's the joke. <laughs> if you let me finish it, I would have done my little French accent. Ooh, my name is Denis. Okay, Dennis, where do you want me? I feel like sweaty Harrison Ford with the stubble and the hat and, the, and the shirt open like Thank you. The shirt. Low. Finally, somebody yeah, else mentions the shirt. Thick torso. No, we're talking about. <laughs> but not the it's so it's like thick. Depth. Like, it's like is really that like? Depth. I know I, I I posed this question earlier, but is that something that happens to you as you get older, where you just become like pure torso? Like as we age, do we just like turn into like Barbie dolls that like slowly get their limbs ripped off by time, and 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 like now we're just like left with like a head and a shirt. Yeah. Most most older people become t-shirts. That's where t-shirts come from. Um, All right. So second part of this question. uh, Sorry to you, Julia, in advance, but I think now that you've done like seven or eight of these, you are officially in the smooth brain crowd. Mm -hmm. Um, Katie is the only non-smooth brain person on this podcast. Um, Can you explain to me why this movie sucked so bad? Or did it? Did you like it? No, I didn't like it. (laughs) I mean, I don't hate it. It was decent to watch over the course of like four nights because it's just way too fucking long. (laughs) That's what all the critics said. I mean, is is she wrong? No. Can't can't wait to make you guys watch The Irishman. it It is really long and it feels pointless. The pacing is truly dreadful. Yeah. That's my major yeah. concern with it, and I mean, it is just too long. I've seen it like two or three times, and even this last time I was watching it, I was like, oh, shit, I didn't see this death scene. And it's like one of the major scenes of the movie. That's just how checked yeah. out yeah. it I am. There's a lot of stuff I think you don't see in this movie because like your brain is just like, no, but your eyes are like, sure. <laughs> the rest of your body is like, fine. Um, that's accurate. Yeah, that's a entirely good accurate. I mean, Katie really just hit all of the critical <laughs> points I saw in this movie. Just like it's too long, it's weirdly paced, so you check out during certain scenes, and it's like your eyes are drawn to it just because it's like a festival of color. I feel like the only thing that really has stayed with me from the movie is just the haunting image of Jared Leto with the fake blind eyes. <laughs> that is the only thing I cannot erase eyes. from my brain. They're white. Robo <laughs> eye Leto. Yeah. And the and the, well the water moving in the background, like against yeah. the wall, it's a very like haunting Yeah. That that's like one of the things you can't not look at. And that's probably why it's the only thing I remember. So anyways, this movie kicks ass. Um, I right? love it. Yeah. I love every second of it. Dudes rock. You heard it here. Um, no, this is a this is a movie for the ladies, Julia. Does anyone else have anything they want to put out there? I told you guys about the Blade Runner robot thing, right? So we're we're gonna be robots. 
yeah, we're yeah we're all gonna turn into robots, uh, and uh, we're all gonna have to relive this movie, and uh, we're all gonna. Okay, be hold on. I have I do have a question. Um, the the replicants are they kind of like grown in a sack and then like extricated from said sack? Because uh, we kept talking about like oh they regenerate when they no, they definitely we never, don't. One person said that. I just said that if they're creating another brand of humans. But they can't, like, fight off a bullet or regenerate just a little tiny bit. What's the fucking point? Are they, like, designer babies, like, to where they're augmented strength? Because they don't have, like, metal limbs or anything. No, there's nothing cool or redeeming about them. How did how did he run through that wall? How did he do that? <laughs> he had, like, super strength. And He's just had of, super strength the whole time. I know, but it's like they're, they're just all people. They're strong because in the first movie they're strong. Okay. Well, I don't... I know he guts that one and like organs pop out and I was like, oh, so they're not like uh, Terminators or something, but they're cyborgs, I guess. Anyways, that was my one thing is I wasn't sure about that. Basically, Julie got confused because she saw a, a trailer for Terminator Genesis and thought <laughs> that was how all robots work. <laughs> he said cyborg and I thought cyborg it wasn't even it's not Termi- it's whatever the new terminator was dark horizon i don't know the one that there's fucking ads for everywhere yeah the one that we all definitely cared about the one that Linda hamilton was in okay if you all five people if you had to pick dark fate would you would you watch this one or the first one the first one it's an hour shorter i would also watch the first one because i like it uh when he eats soup that is pretty cool, it's a cool scene. i fucking love soup i'm it's saying like, it's a really cool scene, scene. Also, uh, in the first one, uh, you have uh, Edward James almost uh, being pretty pretty dope, making origami. Uh, I like that. Yeah, when he eats the soup, that's good. And then Tears in the Rain is good as well. Oh, God. Yeah, it's an unbeatable moment. Uh, probably one of my favorite moments from any movie. I would still pick the second movie because I'm a fucking dude. Um, Fellas, is it gay to like Blade Runner 2049? No. Yeah. Yep. Yep, it hates women, so yes, it's gay. Um, all right, so let's let's rate this movie. Uh, I'm gonna start with Julia because I know how much you like it when I put you on the spot first. Yeah. Um, the number coming to my head is four. Ooh. Um, I watched it. Visually, I did not dislike it. I thought it was it wasn't wasn't wonderful. But, um, yeah, plot leaves a lot to be desired, and, um, four. That is all. Mitchell? Uh, I'd say, like, a six. It's above average. Um, I, if you'd asked me two years ago when I first- such a fake bitch, it hurts. If you'd asked me two years ago when I first (laughs) saw it, I would have said probably a nine, but, you know, this isn't nearly as good as Manhunter. God damn it. Is it better than Six Element? Fifth uh, Element, sorry. Uh, no, <laughs> I, the sequel to Fifth Element, Sixth Element. And then I can imagine Chris Tucker doing the Ruby Rod voice while molesting children. <laughs> what if there was a Fifth Element sequel you called the Sixth Element? You want me to do element? what with these bees? <laughs> Damn, that movie's good. Um, if it was a detective movie, I definitely would have picked that. Yeah, Jackie Chan could be in it too. Um, Sam. Uh, five. It's a five yeah. for me. It's okay. Uh, What's average? Katie. Five. 
average. There's truly just nothing really redeeming about it. Um, I'm gonna give it uh, ten. I'm gonna give it uh eight and a half. Ugh. An eleven. An eight and a half out of ten. Uh, I so I what do. What do you like about this movie? It's fun Ryan to watch. Yeah, actually, that would. It reminds me. Fucking raging hard on. For I love science movie. fiction movies. This one is uh very fun for me. Uh, the story is not so bad to where it ruins the movie. I thought mm. there are some moments where it's like, okay, that's clever. It's where they the thought, music too. Like the first time I saw it when he thought he was the, the one the whole time and he wasn't, I thought that was like, oh, damn, they just crushed his, like his entire thing is a lie. I'll have you know, I called that literally fucking five Everyone minutes into the movie. Everyone called it. Yeah, Everyone okay. called it. Well, apparently not Scott the first time. <laughs> I knew as soon as she started crying, like, oh, that's a weird reaction to be having no. to this. Okay, well, I thought it was fun, and uh, it is v- very long, and if you're willing to sit through it, I think it's a good it's a good movie. If you're going to watch any of the three-hour movies we suggested on this podcast, watch Suspiria. Wait, Mitchell, are you wearing, like, a phony bone t-shirt? It's R.E.M. I'm wearing an R.E.M. t-shirt. That's my shirt that he's wearing. Oh, okay. No, it's our father's shirt that it's I'm wearing. It's actually mine. No, it's our it father's. 37 holes. I went it. to that concert, you little dingus. Wow. Scott, you were seven years old. You were not this big when you were seven. <laughs> this fits me. This is our father's shirt. I went to that concert. Anyways. Well, because like, he was in the balls. So who was uh, up next? I don't even know. Sam. And if he picks the thing, I think he's going to pick. And if he picks the thing, I think he's going to pick. We're going to have an issue. Because he talked about it before. Who friend Roger Rabbit? We're going to have a problem. Oh, that would be good. I would love to pick that movie. I love Who Framed Roger Rabbit. But uh, I, 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 uh, okay, wait, can we do a drum roll? Yeah. Still going. We no, we're done. We just... We're done. Say it. We're this done. This is the longest drum roll ever. When Batman and Robin. No. <laughs> no. No. Pick again. Cool it. No, I'm using my. I'm using a veto here. I don't even know if Nobody I have veto has powers. No one has veto powers. This is this is this is pure chaos. It is Batman and Robin for next week. The world's greatest detective. <laughs> Sam, what detecting does he do in that movie? I don't know, but we're going to detect his detecting. Is this the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yes. I love this movie. Yep. <laughs> I haven't seen this movie in so long, and I am so excited to watch it again. When you said pick a genre, wait, hang on. When other when when you picked your genre, right, because that's what happened, uh, and you were like detective movies, I was like, how can I ruin it? And uh, I... Uh, it was, it was, it was, I thought Roger Rabbit would be a wonderful thing. I like Roger uh, Rabbit. Pikachu. Detective, Detective Pikachu, Pikachu would also be good. good uh, that movie's cute. But, I like that movie. Yeah, and like the, I, real quick, like the end of that movie, that's where everything really pops off. And like, we would have had fun with it, but this movie is just popping off all over the place. Dude, like, Uma Thurman just is just everywhere. acting everywhere. Arnold Schwarzenegger's catchphrases are just the best. When he says freeze or whatever the fuck, and he Ice just looks you. into the camera, <laughs> it's so good. You. Ice What to killed meet the dinosaurs? You. The Ice Age. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a good movie. 
Is, so it's Clooney, right? Yes, it's Clooney. And, yeah, it's Clooney. And it's George Clooney. Fucking Alicia Silverstone. And and Burt Ward. And yes, it's Burt Who, Ward. Does Burt Ward play Robin? Chris O'Donnell, I think yes. is that actor's name. Chris O'Donnell. That's How did you pull that out of your ass? Because I used to like on Mitchell's face right now is worth everything. Just hate it. <laughs> Oh fuck. fucking! Oh, Bane's in it too. I Joel Schumacher. That. Yes. Oh my god, it's so good. Fucking a. Okay. Anyways, um, so I'm excited to, to watch this for sure. Jesse Ventura. Holy shit. Who is Jesse Ventura? <laughs> Jesse the Body Ventura. He's one of the Arkham City guards, apparently. So we'll have to keep our eyes open. Unironically, love that man. All right. Well, we um. Unfortunately, it seems that four out of the five of us have at least zero taste. Um, Scott yeah, is it's all you people. Scott is the only one that's left standing on top of the the mountain of vaporwave. So, um, think about uh, Japanese pop for a while. Anyways, um, you've been listening to Darko Melvoin. Uh, bye, bye, bye. Fuck you, Sam. Hey. Say bye-bye, everyone. Bye. 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 See you next week.